I'm Lex, she's Jen, and we are The Bachelorettes. On this week's episode, we are covering The Bachelorette Season 18 finale, where we get to see whether Michelle chooses Nate or Brandon. Who does she choose? We're not going to reveal that until a little bit later because some of y'all don't actually watch the show. You just listen to us cover it, which we're grateful for. But before we get into it, just want to say, please excuse my background. I am in the Caribbean right now because it's Christmas vacation and there are dogs and nosy parents and all sorts of noises. So listen, I know the life. I know the life. Y'all remember when I was in Jamaica with my mom, it was the dog barking every 20 seconds. It was yeah. the workmen. It was a lot of things going on. So that's what happens when you go home to visit when you live in a foreign Mm -hmm. country yes there's never a space with no noise so just bear with us but it should be fine it should be fine we'll be yeah it should be good it should be good (laughs) but i'm gonna start this episode actually not with a recap but like also with a recap so last episode of course we got fantasy suites we got to see michelle take brandon joe and nate to the fantasy suites she and nate said that they were in love with each other. Mm-hmm. She told Joe that she was falling for him and then she sent him home and then she cried a lot. And there mm-hmm. is this thing people are talking about on the interwebs. I don't know if you guys have seen it, like her standing there crying after Joe has driven away and Nate standing on the balcony in the background. And I, oh. <laughs> people were like, oh, what what's Nate doing out there? And I was like, I'm sure she was out there for a while, y'all. I'm sure she didn't just walk Joe out and say, okay, bye and hit right. him on the butt and have him get in the car. Like we saw her sobbing crouched mm-hmm. out in a driveway Stoop, yeah stoops down it did it, it honestly it did look like she was there for a long time because she was just looking after for a long time i bet she was thinking like damn yeah. we have more time <laughs> yeah i'm sure that was part of her thought process am i doing the right thing am i making a mistake right like mm-hmm. i care so much for these guys like what's going mm-hmm. on so mm-hmm. that was a funny thing people are like oh you could see brandon like out of focus in one of the shots as well like when she's facing the camera but the, the balcony issues in the background there And I was like, yeah, I'm sure she was out there for a while. They were checking on their woman to make sure she was okay. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, like that makes perfect sense to me. I'm I'm just saying. Now that I've done the recap, I can read the email that we got a bit late last week. Not late. MJ did not send this email late. She just sent it like right after we finished recording. And I was just like, of course he did. Yes. Of course he did. So it's, how is she going to choose? (laughs) That is the title of the email. The vibe between the three dudes is awkward waffles. And you guys know we talked about that last week with the most awkward conversation between Mm -hmm. Nate and Brandon especially. It was very weird. And then Michelle looking at Nate walking away because she now knows how that boat rocks. You go, Michelle. No comment. (laughs) Nate's stupid, goofy grin when he gets the rose is giving me everything. And I thought that was great too. Like he got that first rose and he lit up like a little Christmas tree. And I loved that. He, yeah, he was confident as hell. And I'm not going to lie, it was like a little bit of a turn. Like a lot of people were turned off by that. And at first I was like, what? He's so confident. And then I was like, oh, he's so confident. Like he's really confident in his connection with her. And it's very attractive. It's very attractive. That was a turn on for me. I was not mad yeah. about that. I was like, yep, that, let's do it. Let's do that. I, I would love to see that. Shout out to Nate. And then of course the final mm. line is Joe had me crying in the club on a Thursday afternoon. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe. Gotta pour one out for Joe. <laughs> yeah, a little Minnesota Joe. Minnesota Joe. Thanks for the email, MJ. So we're right back where we were, which was Michelle had just sent Joe home. And now she has a decision to make. 
Dun, 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 dun. I do want to say also, her fashion choices this episode were were doing it for me. They were doing mm-hmm. it for me. There's yes. one outfit I didn't like, and then the other thing I didn't was her eyebrows, which yes. like, I'm trying to figure out what happened there with the makeup. Like the I... makeup this season has been flawless, except for this except particular for, episode. Yeah. Yeah, the last, the very last look, I was like, why are your eyebrows so big? It was just, it did not, it was not the natural wave that she had been doing this whole time. And it looked out of place. But anyway, enough about Michelle's eyebrows. We're going to get into it. I promise. (laughs) Yes, yes. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Lex, you start. I've commandeered the conversation with the last email and the quick recap. Tell us. Tell us. Okay. 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 So. The episode begins with Caitlin introing no Tasha. She explains Tasha isn't there because she was exposed to COVID. And I was like, oh no, Tasha. I hope she's okay. I really hope she's okay. But Caitlin held it down. I I did really like Caitlin's dress, by the way. It was like this iridescent kind of shimmery peachish gold. It was really it was yeah. a really good color. Yeah, it was a really interesting color. It would have looked better on Tasha, but you know what? We proceed. <laughs> Listen, it's you can't judge Caitlyn for her lack of melanin. Okay, it's not her fault. It's no, like a genetic we, quirk. It's, you know, she yeah, she did good. She did she did good. She did good. And so then we it's a whole live segment. There's a whole live element to this finale part. So they introduce Joe and Serena and Becca and Thomas, and I'm immediately like, okay, so where's Riley and Marissa? <laughs> because no, no, no. how are you gonna have Bachelor Nation royalty? That's what they called them. Bachelor, yes, Nation, Bachelor royalty. Nation royalty. But I'm immediately like, where's Riley and Marissa? Because they're royalty in my book. They're the first black bachelor nation couple like they should have been there and i was so that was my that immediately put a sour taste in my mouth because who wants to see joe and serena like any y'all any y'all interested in joe and serena maybe we should make that the poll Mm. some people (laughs) are actually yeah i know some people are but i don't know i don't know if that much people are are they i don't know they had to because there's a segment where they force us to watch Joe and Serena make out under mistletoe. Yes, for a bit. and, and it I was, was like, gross. "This is up- upsetting my stomach." <laughs> like it was, it, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially considering the fact that Serena's so young and Joe is like mid thirties, it was just so gross. It was very mm, yeah. Gross. It's not working. It's not giving what it was supposed to give. Back then, Thomas are really cute though. I love them. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag sexta. They can say <laughs> they can come to what the cookout. They, it's fine. What do they call them? Thomas. They have a little hashtag that they do for each other. Something and boops because he calls Becca boops. Oh, I, I don't forget know. What, his oh, name is. Oh, that's so cute. Right. <laughs> also, did you know Becca is originally from Minnesota? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh! Yep. Look at that. Yes, she is. Would you look and, at that? And so, for the person who won, Thomas did a post in his IG stories like, "Oh, congrats, Minnesota girls do it better," or something like that. He was like, "Something oh. about Minnesota girls." And then he was okay. like, "See you soon." So I was like, "Oh, so y'all go hang out oh. too?" Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. How cute would that be if Becca and Thomas and. And Michelle just lived in Minnesota. I thought you were not telling us who won. I thought you were telling us. Don't put that in. I got ahead of myself. I I really got ahead of myself. All right. Okay. We're actually getting into the episode. We begin the episode and Michelle talks to her parents. It's the day that the men have to meet Michelle's parents. So Brandon goes to meet them first. And if you guys remember, Brandon already met Michelle's parents. So he has a leg up on this date. He says nice to meet you again to the parents and he gives Michelle's dad new swim trunks because if you don't remember last time they weren't supposed to be home and so Brandon and Michelle were in the hot tub and Brandon was wearing her dad's swim trunks so he gave him some new swim trunks which I thought was cute and they look nice too and I thought that was really cute yeah yeah it Mm -hmm. was a good gesture it was a good gesture Michelle's sister 
Angela is also there. Yes. And so Brennan hadn't met her before, but don't worry. We don't see a single conversation between Brennan and Angela anyway. We don't see it at all. I don't, yeah, I don't think I see Angela speak until the next day or something. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot she was there. So the dad pulls him aside. They talk about Michelle, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, Michelle has goals. Michelle wants to get her master's and stuff. And she wants to stay in Minnesota. And Brandon's immediately, yeah, I would move to Minnesota. And I'm like, damn, like, you're not even going to, like, pretend to think about it. Consider it. Like, you ain't got no life. (laughs) He was just like, yeah, I worship the ground she walks on. I'll do everything. (laughs) Yeah. And- Mm, red flag for me. Michelle's parents seem to really like Brandon. I think it's because he comes across like very nice and easygoing, whatever, mm-hmm. and like fun to be around. And they see that there is a playfulness to Michelle and Brandon's encounters, as we saw last week with the fucking food fight, which I still despise. Mm-hmm. Like there is a level of playfulness. And yeah, like, I've said this before. Brandon is like that middle school boyfriend situation, like mm-hmm. hand in the back pocket, wearing, staying on the phone, giggling, whatever. Like he's not real life boyfriend material. No, or material. I don't think so either. You'll see in this book, so many people are convinced that he's ready and I don't think he's ready. I think in order to be ready, you need to be like really sure of yourself and sure of what you want and consider yourself in the situation too. And throughout this whole thing, Brandon was not considering himself at all. He was just like, I want to marry her so bad. I want to be with Michelle. Uh, da, 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 da. He completely won over her mom because her mom was like, yes, <laughs> he would be welcome in the family because he was very much, yes, I worship the ground your daughter works on. Yes, I would love her to death. Yes, I will do anything for her, even kill. That's the, the vibes that he was giving. And the mom was like, oh my and God, yeah. so sweet. <laughs> see, it, it's the killing part that gets me because I also mm. see a flip side of that where he's, if I can't have her, no one else can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with Michelle and he's he makes a little me obsessed. really uncomfortable. Like, Really it is. And it gets, yeah. It gets worse. It gets worse, by the way. It gets worse. Just it, it, just like, it does because, and it's like throughout the season, like at first, this consistency with Michelle was very attractive. But now it's varying on, it's borderline obsession at this point. Like, it's very much, she's my thing. She's mine. <laughs> and I want her and she's mine and nobody else can have her. And also I will do everything for her. But I don't know. It's just very weird. The words just, they're not convincing us anymore. Michelle, you know, says to her mom that Brandon would do anything for me. And I'm like, yeah, girl, <laughs> he would. And the mom's like, yeah, that's great. That's great. And I'm like, red flag, girl, red flag. <laughs> yeah, not that great. A little awkward for me. It's, it is what it is. Shout out to them, I guess. Shout out to them. Um, they had fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Michelle's mom has this conversation with Brandon where he's, I just want to marry her so bad. I can't wait to make her my wife. Michelle's dad, you could tell he was a little bit uncomfortable with one of the responses Brandon gave, but because they have this pre-existing relationship, obviously Mm -hmm. he's still happy to be there. And there's just a lot of layers to this. We're like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. So now we are they really like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Uh, now we are after we talking to the parents where mm-hmm. they're talking about, Oh, what are some great moments that like we've had together? What was your favorite part of this process, whatever. And what was his favorite moment again? I forget. Was it the, 
Oh, that's oh, that's later. <laughs> that's not after the is date. Is that later? The one on one. Yeah, that's after the date. After oh. so after he meets the parents, Michelle just tells him, "I can tell they really like you," and he's like, "I really like them too." So obviously, Brandon and her parents have a connection, <laughs> and then they kiss. Yes. So there's a lot that's of kissing, a lot there's of kissing, lot. and her outfit is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and he does not match it, which yes. is I find upsetting. But <laughs> yeah, she has on she had on this really great yellow two piece. I honestly forgot what he had on. Honestly, I was just like, okay. Well, something <laughs> and then so the next day ish i think it's the next day nate goes to meet her parents and the uh, the introduction is honestly a little awkward we think that the parents were actually talking about brandon when nate walked up you can tell like the nate walked up and he was like introduced himself and it was awkward i think they were also probably expecting him to hug them too and he didn't he was just trying to be respectful yeah. of their space because we're still in a pandemic even though everybody like got tested and stuff it's i don't know i'm still very hesitant about touching people because we're in a pandemic like you don't know if people are com- and, and like in general you don't know if people are comfortable with you touching them like when you first meet them too which to me is understandable (laughs) but then also considering nate's background like he's not a very touchy feely guy with anyone other than michelle of Mm -hmm. course we know about rod nate we know about rodney and their little bromance that was revealed (laughs) several weeks ago we know about Mm -hmm. that and so they're probably pretty physical physical in terms of able to hang out and like drape arms over each other and whatever yeah but i I just feel like it would also just have been inappropriate for him to just come in and hug them right away because as someone who does not like to be touched I don't want you to just be, first of all, like trying to pass your place with me to come and right. hook me up because you stuck up my daughter. But I want that. Nobody would. <laughs> right. Especially when you just like handshakes yeah. all around and you just meet if handshakes are still a thing. <laughs> and then talking. I feel like that's perfectly fine. The parents didn't really like it. Uh, the dad said his yeah. ITM. He's like, mm, Brandon was warmer. Y'all immediately comparing this man to Brandon. Like immediately. <laughs> First of all, because when Nate walked in, they were just like, Brandon is our favorite. I don't really think that we could ever like anyone <laughs> as much as Brandon, but I guess we'll have to see how this goes. And I was just like, and yeah. then Nate and Michelle walking, and you're like, wow, wow, y'all are disrespectful. I really wonder if the producers got to them and they were like, oh yeah, this guy Nate, he's I eight. Don't mm, oh, keep your listen, eyes open. <laughs> what I think, what I think the producers did, they probably asked the question right as they were walking up on purpose. Oh, I think probably. that's what happened. I feel like he probably they probably were like, oh, so how are you feeling about today? How do you think today will compare to yesterday? They probably tried to ask it like that. And Mm -hmm. happened to quote unquote be doing it right as Michelle and Nate were walking in. Whatever. Mm -hmm. It's it's stupid. But I can tell you right away, Michelle's mom was not a fan of Nate. Like immediately Mm -hmm. the second he walked in. And I think she just judged him based on his looks. And also, I don't know what Brandon and them talked about. I don't know if Brandon mentioned anything about Nate. Because if I were in this position as the parent, I'd be asking the other person, like, so what's up with the other guy? I'd want to know what <laughs> that's he thinks. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a very good question. I would want to know, too. But I guess they don't <laughs> really want to know. They're very much like Brandon Hyde. Like, I'm not going to lie. So Michelle's dad and Nate have a discussion. Michelle's dad is very much like he's looking out for Michelle's future. He, he had the same conversation with Brandon. Like, Michelle wants us to get her master's. We want her in Minnesota. She wants to be in Minnesota. What does that look like? Whereas Brandon was immediately like, I'm moving to Minnesota. Nate was like, I don't know. We haven't really spoken about logistics yet. And the dad's like, she wants to stay in Minnesota. <laughs> and it's like, dad, like, he just met this girl. Can they, like, get a while to figure it out? 
Yeah, I think there's this assumption that the second you get engaged, like on the show, that you have to move to the same city. Yeah. That's not feasible, right? Because a show doesn't air the second you get engaged. So they would have had to have been separated for a period of time anyway. It's not like they even lived in the same state. So they would have to have already been sneaking around. If too many people saw Nate in Minnesota, this would be a whole different thing. That and that's that and that too is if anyone saw Nate anywhere near Minnesota, it would have been he's with Michelle. So I, yeah, so it's it's not possible. Then also it's, they've only known each other for so long. Like they still have to, even if they do end up getting engaged, even if Michelle get, ends up getting engaged to whoever, there still has to be some element of dating because they still have to like get to know each other like for real <laughs> outside of the show. So yeah, this talk into moving immediately. Is, it's okay. I feel like it's okay if, nobody, if they don't know. Like it's okay. And then Michelle's sister, Angela, asks him about about him and he talks about he likes moving around. He doesn't really like staying still. He wants to have adventures. And the sister's like, mm, those are distractions. I'm like, how are they supposed to get to know each other if they don't go on adventures together? Come on. Yeah. Girl. That was just that was a lot. That was unnecessary, to be honest. Yeah. Just because it was just like I, Nate's answers were very much based in reality. He was like, yeah, my heart and my mind are pointing me to Michelle. I yes. want to be with Michelle. And then mm-hmm. when Michelle's mom was like, oh, I don't think you're ready. Are you sure you're ready yeah. for this? Are you sure you're ready for an engagement? He was like, yeah, I am. And she used, I guess if you say so, vibes. Yeah. She, was very, <laughs> she was like, they were, I don't think so. They were very dismissive of him and his feelings for Michelle because he is not effusive the way that Brandon is. And Nate is yeah. also nervous. Nate is mm-hmm. terribly nervous. It's an entire date this entire mm-hmm. time. And all her parents are doing and her sister's doing is pretty much just shitting on him. We've already met Brandon and Brandon's great. Like how dare you can't really compare. Like you can't Honestly, really compare. Honestly, yeah. This was the least confident that I have ever seen Nate. I'm not going to lie. Like every time we Nate, he's usually like hella confident. And in this, like he was tripping up his words. He was just like fumbling. And I'm like, oh, poor my poor Nate. Like he is so freaking nervous. If you couldn't tell Nate was nervous. You need to go to some emotional training seminar or something because he was hella nervous. Like, my man was nervous. Like, he could not get his words straight. But he did tell them, like, look, I want to marry Michelle. And no matter how much he said that, Michelle's mom was like, he's reserved and I don't think he's ready. And I was like, girl, like, how are you going to judge? How are you going to judge whether someone's ready by how reserved they are. Somebody can be reserved and still ready for marriage. Like, you don't know. Why are you judging based on how extroverted they can be? That doesn't make any sense at all. No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I was very unhappy. Y'all know I mentioned it in the IG stories. I was like, I'm not with this shits. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. They pretty much just took one look at Nate and were like, oh, this dude doesn't is never going to care about her the way that... She cares about that him. Brand. I'm wondering if he looks like her ex or something. Like, that's there must be question. something about him that's like, yeah. really, that really triggered them because it's, oh, he came in because he was polite. Even if he mm-hmm. was a bit aloof, was polite, he brought, you know, flowers, he brought the gift, mm-hmm. he shook hands, he didn't just stand off to the side. It wasn't like he wasn't putting in any effort. It's like they mm-hmm. were mad that he wasn't putting in the kind of effort that they wanted. But right. he's also 6'8 and fine as hell. So I don't yeah. know if there's this assumption that because he looks how he looks and Brandon mm-hmm. looks how he looks, that mm-hmm. Brandon would be more willing to love and take care of her because he's mm-hmm. not as attractive, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Nate definitely looks like a baller. He looks like a basketballer. And they don't have a very good track record when it comes to being faithful. Shout out to the Kardashians. But I can tell they were very 
you can tell they were very hesitant. I feel like they were hesitant because he of how he looked and because Brandon was basically love bombing them the entire time and Nate wasn't doing that. So there was this very different vibe between somebody who was just like straight up love bombing and somebody who was just like very reserved and just like walking in with their eyes open. And I do feel like it was probably easier for them to be like, let's go with the love bomber. <laughs> he, he said he loved you. He said he would worship the ground you walk on. How about him? <laughs> so yeah. off jump, you can see Brandon is the the guy your parents would pick for you. <laughs> and Nate is the guy that you would actually want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, facts. So like, it's between those two. <laughs> it's, and it's not great because when Michelle talks to her parents, it's they're just like, we don't really like him. We don't think yeah. he's right for you, but I guess to go mm-hmm. off this. And so yeah. what, compared to the previous situation where Michelle's parents were like, oh, we like Brandon. And Michelle was able to pull him to the side and tell him that they really liked him and lots of kissing and stuff. With this Nate conversation, you can tell immediately Michelle's walls are up, her guard is up, and she was like, mm-hmm. they don't think you're ready. And yeah. Nate immediately is like devastated. Like there's a split second where he's mm-hmm. just, Wow okay and he's like working through in his mind what the fuck does this mean for me and michelle because she respects her parents so much she respects their opinion she wants the kind of relationship that they have exactly the Mm -hmm. fact that they don't like him is literally the most devastating thing that could happen like being super honest so yeah it is a lot it was a lot. I it don't was know. yes, it was devastating. So she tells that to Nate, and then she goes back to her family, and they all just start tearing up because they they say they just want her to be happy. I'm like, okay, let her choose her bed, please. So then finally we get to the last dates. Next, this next segment is the last date. So there's a last date with Brandon, and there's a last date with Nate. First, we see the last date with Brandon. Michelle meets Brandon in her breakup blue. I know I peeped that. I was like, ooh, are they going to break up? But it's all right, girl, y'all. She, they didn't. Um, she was just in blue. And they were go to jet ski. That is the date. The date is that they chill on the beach. They get on some jet skis. They have a little conversation. They talk about communication. And the what I have in my notes is communication and parents. I totally wrote that down thinking I would remember what they talked about. And now I'm reading it. I'm like, what did they talk about? <laughs> Listen, I don't remember anything they talked about because I just don't listen. Once Brandon starts talking, I, I stop listening. Great, I, do it. it just seems like it's just love bombing. That's at the end of the day, like Brandon to me is saying a whole lot of nothing. It's like nothing new. Like and in the beginning, it was like, oh, nice. And now it's okay, but this is nothing new. The one thing that I wrote down that I remember was that Brandon, he was saying like he meets things with love and not anger. I think they were talking about communication. He was talking about that's that's why he I think he's confident in their connection or whatever, because he can meet things with love and not anger. And I, I remembered when Nate was talking to him, I was like, where was the love then, Brandon? Because that was total anger and not love. <laughs> There's no love. I think that while a lot of the guys seem to like Nate, a lot of them didn't. Nate's that kind of, I like you or I don't like you personality. And while we know Rad Nate is a thing, Brandon obviously has always not liked Nate. Based on how they interact with each other, it seems that Brandon has never liked him. By comparison, when you look at how Joe interacted with both of them, it was totally fine. And I think it's also because Joe doesn't take himself too seriously. (laughs) So he was not trying to fight Nate over nothing. Brandon was like, oh, I think that that's why I went first because she loves me more. 
And Nate's like, all right, play. If you, if you want to think so, that's fine. Exactly. But you and I both know like, that you would never put your strongest connection first. You want that person to be the last thing that you see. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was bad. Like, And if I was not already side-eyeing Brandon, that conversation would have made me do it. Yes, yes. That conversation definitely made me do it because then it's, for me, it's like, it seems like he reserves loving communication for people he gets along with. And that's not the type of person that I, I could see Michelle with. So uh, then they have the little date or whatever. Then finally, Michelle, it's the evening portion of the date, which they just do in their room. So Brandon sets up the, the room for Michelle. He lights some candles. He puts some wine on some ice. I'm like, okay, it's a real come through moment. Um, and Michelle does come through in this really cute white halter and some culottes. I've always wanted to say that word. Is that how you pronounce it? Culottes. Some like cocky yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Culottes sounds like it. Cool. Sure. I'll go with that. <laughs> anyway, so they start talking. And this is when they start talking about their favorite moments over the, the whole process. So Brandon says... His favorite moment was actually when her parents surprised him in the hot tub. And I was, oh, really? Like, being caught off guard like that by her parents? But I guess he really does like her parents. Like, he loves her parents. So that was his favorite moment. And then Michelle surprised us all when she said her favorite moment was actually Brandon pulling her aside at a rose ceremony. And I was like, girl, what? You liked that? We were all online. Girl, we thought you hated that. It's, she I, loved I, I, Tasha and Caitlin hated it. That's who hated it. Like they did not like that yeah. at all. They were mm-hmm. like, what is this about? Because I think they there's only two reasons to interrupt a rose ceremony. Either you're going to self-eliminate or there is something like, right. that really happened that must be discussed. Not, right. oh, I just want to tell you that I love you again. That's right. not and a I'm reason. here for you and I support you. That, no, is mm. definitely not a reason to interrupt the rose ceremony. But she really liked that, apparently. I guess she just really needed to know that somebody was there for her. So Brandon did that. And I guess she really liked it. So, girl, if you like it, I love it, I guess. I would hate it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I love it. No, mm, nope, no, no. <laughs> if she had told me that shit to my face, I'd have been like, girl, you okay? You have a concussion? Talk to me. Talk to me. I don't know what's going on with you, but I, y'all need to stop it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit. So then Brandon mentions engagements again. He's like ready to get engaged. And he says he loves her. And then finally, Michelle actually tells him that she is in love with him. And I was like, oh my God, I really mm. did not think she was going to tell him. Like, But she tells him like she's in love with him. And they have a really cute moment and then they start making out on a bed and then Michelle leaves (laughs) so she's at this point she's really in love with both of them basically is what I was trying to say yeah but I want to I want to say it took her a long time that she loved him though she was just like oh yeah like when the tree and the sun and the moon like it's like somebody in the Caribbean give you directions oh yeah man you want to go straight down there to take a right by the mango tree you want to go around the back way you want to do this like it was just she did a whole beat around the bush <laughs> tree to- topiary something like she cut listen she did a whole heap yes. of things just to say yes. I am just in love with say. you. She, she, yeah. did the most. she did the most just to say that. And but Brian is cheesing and everything. He I, I'm pretty sure at this point, like he thinks he has it in the bag. And at this point, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so who is she gonna choose? Okay, so the next day it's like the last date with Nate. And Nate's very, you know, s- certain about Michelle. But Michelle's thing is he doesn't, he's not opening up and expressing himself 
like Brandon does. And I don't think she wants him to express himself like Brandon, but I think she wants him to just express himself, period. Say something yeah. about what he's feeling. So they go to do this like ritual date. Similar, I think similar to what Kenny and Mari did on Bachelor in Paradise. Our and- favorite indigenous, you know, people's date where they burn things and say they burn things and borrow culture. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically what it is. So the, but the ritual is to help you express like your hopes for the relationship or something. So Michelle goes first and she says she hopes that he can open up and stay in love. Cause her thing is it's one thing to be in love, but can Nate stay in love? That is the, the biggest question. Nate gets really nervous again, because there's cameras in his face and there's a strange guy there and he's doing something he's never done before and he's hella nervous and I honestly feel like the meeting the parents set set him back in his confidence a little bit so he's nervous again so he's just saying oh I hope that the relationship continues to go where it's going and I'm like sir that's not what you hope you hope so much more things than that sir can you just say what you want for real I was like Nathaniel (laughs) I'm gonna need you to stop like Baba Tunde I'm going to need you yes. to stop. Yes, Tunde, Get stop. it together. Because he is so nervous. I guess this is the most shaken we have seen Nate from yeah. night one. So mm-hmm. after meeting her parents, he was shook. He was nervous to meet shook. them. And then afterwards, he was shook. And then on mm-hmm. this date, I remember the last time he saw her, Michelle was like, I'm not even sure about you anymore. So like mm-hmm. he's coming into this date with a lot of hesitation, a lot of fear. Yes. And it shows yeah. up because like he couldn't keep the smoke blowing thing but to be fair also they gave him a weird they had gave him a weird container to do the thing like they did compared to and Michelle's the wind, container it was yeah. very different and it was very the windy. wind was only blowing one day, one way and it was towards him so the smoke yeah. was getting in his face as he was trying to do it <laughs> yeah it was there's a lot of weird that. things happening there were things working yeah. against him and mm-hmm. so she pulls him to the side and she's kind of like virgin wagwan like yeah you you're not like what and he's like, bitch mm-hmm. i'm terrified I'm fucking terrified of losing you. Like, what the fuck you want me to say? And she's like, that. I want you to tell me that because I'm scared of shit too. Exactly. So they have a really good moment where Nate finally admits he's scared as fuck of heartbreak and he does not want to lose her. And she's, okay, good, because me too. And I I think part of the thing also is that this is the most real it's been to him. This is engagement week. The engagement's going to happen in two or three days and it could be Mm -hmm. to someone who's not him. And because mm-hmm. he mentions it a couple of times, he's like, knowing that the engagement's a couple of days away, knowing that the engagement's a couple of days away. And you can tell that a part of him is withdrawing because he wants to protect himself in case it's not mm-hmm. him. But mm-hmm. she's not, nah, nigga. I need you to make sure it's you. I need right. you to make sure it is you. So you better tell me stuff. Tell me some I stuff. need you to put yourself out there and make sure you can do this shit. And, but it's true. Even if you aren't feeling that great, like you need to be able to tell your partner. So your partner knows how you're feeling. And it's like a lot better to just say how you're feeling rather than keep it all wrapped up and just hope that your partner knows. So she checks him. And I love her for that, for checking him and telling him, yo, like you need to express yourself. And so they just tell each other they love each other again. And I think he checked her on something too. I can't remember what but I love that moment of them just being like open and raw it's like something we don't see with Brandon and Michelle Brandon's just like yes whatever you want I'll do it 
but and there is no like challenge for growth there like at all this brand is just like yeah 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 let's get married yeah 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 but there's no like deeper level that are like challenge for him to grow in any way versus with Michelle and Nate like there is a challenge there's a challenge for him to grow there's I feel like there should there's a challenge for her to grow as well which is why I love them and why I was rooting for it yeah exactly <laughs> I think part of it also is just like she wants a partner she wants a teammate. She doesn't want the water boy. She doesn't want a fan. Right. She wants exactly. the person who is actually going to work with her. Right. She wants a teammate, not a fan, basically. And I feel like Brandon was acting a little bit like a fan. I'm not going to lie. So then they go to Nate's room and Michelle says she's like stressed. He asks her how she's feeling and she's stressed, admittedly, because she has a very important decision to make. She says like she has strong, very strong feelings for him. And then... They have the most slow, most sensual kiss that we have ever seen on this show, ever. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it just for that kiss. I promise it will not disappoint. I'm actually going to see if I can clip it off and post it because that kiss deserves some conversation. Let me tell you. Oh, it does. It does. Because listen, I, I was at home alone in my little hoodie in my little futon just like relaxing watching the show i had to chug a glass of champers i had to be like oh i'm thirsty i'm a little bit thirsty (laughs) this is a little bit (laughs) intimate it it it, it felt this this is more sex than we got in harlem just them making out was more sex than we got in tv show harlem lex and i both love the show harlem by the way yeah in wheel of time there is a sex scene the sex scene in wheel of time the guy is topless they kiss and then you never, you don't even see the girl take off her shirt. Nothing. You don't see a shoulder. Michelle was giving me shoulder. She was giving me everything. Like she was giving everything. <laughs> I, mm, listen, I loved it though. I loved it. And you could, she and Nate have always had this instant zing, this chemistry, this can't do without each other, like physical touch situation. And Nate is a cancer as well. So they be clingy as fuck once they love you. <laughs> they really do. And it's funny and it worked. And I love that intimate moment. As as much as I felt like I should hide my eyes behind my fingers, I it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I really am going to see if I can clip it off. Hopefully ABC doesn't sue us. But y'all need to go watch that post-haste. It's a great kiss. It's a great, it's, a, it's probably the best kiss of all time. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the best kiss on this franchise. Of all time. Top, top tier. Number one. So then Michelle goes back to her room and she sees a letter. (laughs) And who is it from other than Brandon, who legit cannot let Michelle just be away from him with Nate for two seconds without reminding her that he's around, apparently. And it's just a letter proclaiming that he's like changed from her love. But I'm like, I don't see you changing in any way. And then he tells her to follow her heart and he followed his and it led him to her. And I'm like, all right, sir, but like you could have just told her that. Why did you need to give her a letter on the day of her date with Nate. Oh, that no, like- not only that, he did a voiceover of this letter. He read this letter out loud for them to use as a oh voiceover. Oh, my God. I did not <laughs> like, even realize that. Think about that. Like, he had, to, oh it was his voice God. reading that letter. So he had to write this letter, read it out loud to be recorded, and then have the producer drop it off outside her door. What? Yes. Fuck and off. And then she Fuck read off. it after, she, and then she, for her to read it after her date with Nate. And I was like, dude, come on, man. This is just desperate move at this point. Maybe Michelle liked it. I guess if she liked him pulling aside at 
the rose ceremony, she probably liked this letter. I'm not going to lie to you. But for me, it was a big red flag. It was a very much like possessive <laughs> type of thing. Like, I know you're with someone else, but think of me. It was like, Brandon, you're in the final two. She's not going to forget you. I promise. Like, just like, what do you think she's just going to you're going to show up at the rose ceremony. She's going to be like, wait, who are you? Come on, bro. It's, it's exactly. Not like Y'all need, need to chill. Take a chill pill. Exactly. And we don't see her reaction really to the letter. She just reads it and she looks like contemplative, but she doesn't really mm-hmm. do anything else. And then mm-hmm. it's engagement ring picking out. So they got Neil Lane mm-hmm. out of the hutch. He's not on Zoom anymore. They got him out there in real life <laughs> to mm-hmm. show off the rings. And we get to see Nate and Brandon picking the rings, everyone getting ready for the rose ceremony. And the setup is on the beach. It's in Mexico, obviously. So it's very similar to what the BIP setup was, only it's in a different part. Like, it's not the same part of the beach as Bachelor in Paradise was, I don't think. It looks very different to me. So it's this platform right by the ocean, this little inlet, but it is very windy and very rough waters. Just very wavy. Putting that out there. Hella dramatic. I'm not going to lie. It was great for the drama. Not so great for the sound. The drama was impeccable. I'll say that. The setting was impeccable for the drama. (laughs) Let me double back for a second. So on Nate's date, there Mm -hmm. is a part that was in the previews that we don't get to see. So the speech thing with the the cleansing smoke is not the only thing that they did. There's a part in the preview where you see him like rubbing mud on her, like some kind of mud. And then you see them like making out in the bathing suits under the waterfall. There's a lot of cute stuff we just didn't yeah. get to see on this There date, is a lot. I'm going to say all season, there have been a lot of cute things with Nate that we didn't get to see. If y'all remember from the previews, Nate could not stop lifting up Michelle in the previews. Okay. And we only saw him lift her up like once. And I'm just there. Wait, what happened to all the times this man was lifting her up? Y'all just not going to show none of that? I really feel like they selectively, they. It, this was a very selective edit because I feel like if we got the true edit of what Michelle and Nate's relationship look like it would just would it just wouldn't have been it just would have gave it away it really would have just given it away so they had to edit this as selectively as possible because there were so many cute moments that they teased us with just didn't see at all <laughs> so when y'all are hating on Nate because some of y'all are hating on Nate just remember that tidbit of information okay then we're seeing the cars that heading down to the beach and I'm like okay who's coming out first who's coming out first because who's coming out first is not who she picks and who comes out first Brandon. <laughs> so Brandon comes out. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm wicked. I'm wicked. But I will I will pause here to say. So remember last Bachelorette season for Little Miss Messi for when she got engaged to Canadian. We hated Tasha's outfit. Remember that? Like that top. Oh, oh that yeah. Tuxedo it was like a suit top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was not attractive. We didn't like it. But Caitlyn looked great. So yeah. now on this season of The Bachelorette, Tasha looks fabulous. And Caitlyn's outfit just made me want to barf. I forget I what am. Caitlyn wore. I, I remember I what Tasha like Because they both wore white. I know Michelle Yeah, like white, a shades Tayshia of white. white. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I, honestly, I, maybe I, ju- I just. Yeah, maybe I just didn't like it at all because it's such a non-factor in my head. I remember yeah. like, Tasha had a little one shoulder yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, but the reason why I bring up but fashion I stuff is because remember. Brandon's suit is blue. Brandon hops out in the blue suit. Blue is cursed on this show, Brandon. So he comes out, he says a speech. I bet, I think it's cute. Honestly, I couldn't hear anything over the waves. I don't know. And I didn't have captioning. I'm in the Caribbean. I did not have captioning. There was no captioning available. So I was like... 
okay. And then Michelle responds. And honestly, I swear to God, this is what I heard Michelle say. I heard Michelle say, (laughs) 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 listen, no, no, but like for real, guys, these waves were competing to propose to Michelle. The way that did loud. The way that been loud in the blood clot. Listen, they were so fucking loud. Oh my god. The the way is that hold up. We need our screen time too. <laughs> like so y'all loud. on this beach, we getting our so money. Loud. So I did so see. Loud. I did have captions on. I saw some of the stuff that was said, but it was a bit delayed, obviously, because you know how the mm-hmm. live programming, quote unquote, mm-hmm. when the live component captions are slightly delayed. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, Brenda was talking about how much he loves her, how much his journey has changed, and pretty much said that he's wrote this letter, everything that he said at the previous rose ceremony. There's nothing oh, new god. that he said. Yeah, he and said he- like I can't can't wait to like make you my wife or some some something like that or i can't wait to marry you some shit and then she's talking about how much she cares for him and how much of a great time they've had together and how consistent he's been and all this love she has for him and then she says but yes that's all i heard but and i'm like oh shit yeah but she she has to go with her heart and her heart is leading Mm -hmm. her in a different direction and I was like, right. don't laugh, Janelle. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I felt bad for him because mm-hmm. if she had not said that she was in love with him, this probably would have gone over a little bit differently. But yeah, she told but him he... she was in love with him. And then she told mm-hmm. him that her heart was going to go somewhere else like a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. That's hard to hear. So I it felt is. bad for him in that moment because no mm-hmm. one likes to be dumped. And being mm-hmm. dumped on the cusp of a proposal. He was so confident too. Like he really thought he had it in the bag. He really thought, especially like with her telling him that she loved him. I think he really thought that they were about to get engaged. He thought he was going to win. They were, he was going to go home with her. And then, so he was absolutely crushed. Like he was, oh my God, like I never see a man look so crushed. Like he, but he was just there. I'll always be here for you. He tried to keep it together. He really tried to keep it together. But this man broke the fuck down. They hugged and he just broke down he broke all the way down michelle broke down too like she kept apologizing and just crying and he was like no like your happiness comes before mine and i was like brandon but that's the reason he can't say stuff like this like it's cute but it's also cringe and then she was like no but you deserve to be happy too which he does so yeah so he walks away he's ugly crying and then he throws the ring away. He just throws the ring. He doesn't. Okay, he doesn't. Guys, he doesn't just throw the ring away. Okay, there is a whole setup to this. Okay, there's a whole setup. Michelle walks him to the steps. Mm. He can ascend for his ITM in the little pergola something on the top of the rocks. Oh, so yes. when yeah, yeah, he's yeah. up there that he is giving his ITM and ugly crying, and then you can see him visibly getting angry. Like I can see the mm-hmm. shift in him. From just hurt to anger because mm-hmm. he's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And that is when he throws the ring. Mm-hmm. He chucks it off the top of this fucking cliff side something. And I'm just like, no man just dash for the ring. I was like, he got money. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying the way they would probably ask him to replace it. I'm like, are they gonna ask him to replace it or what? Neil Lane's rings are ugly and expensive. So <laughs> them, them something yet that's something is easily over twenty thousand dollars. If him lucky, it's only exactly. twenty grand. Like exactly. That's very gross. Like, he got money. But no, <laughs> but yeah, it was very he, it was very I, childlike. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that was like it, it, you could just see it. Like he was crying, but then like I could just feel the rage. And this is the thing that would have made me uncomfortable. Also, there is a scene from the preview that was talked about with Michelle's dad that we never saw him say, where he's worried about jealousy. 
with one oh, of yes. the guys. Yes. Yes. I thought that it was about Brandon. Just based on how obsessive Brandon was about her, I thought it was about mm-hmm. him. And I'm not wrong. Am I? This that behavior. Is good, that is a good point. Because they teased that for a while. And then we never saw that. So where is that clip? I want to know. I, it's totally possible that it is Brandon. Because if they didn't use it, it's probably because it was about Brandon. Like, I'm not going to lie. Because he he does seem to have that element to him where if, if stuff doesn't go his way, it's a problem. And it honestly, this didn't go his way and it became a problem. So... I'm happy Michelle let him go, honestly, (laughs) like because he just seemed like a little too immature for her, especially with throwing the ring away. Yeah, it was just not. It was not it. So then, so you know, they Brandon goes away, and then Nate approaches. Yeah, he's looking fine as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and then they fix the sound. (laughs) The sound miraculously got fixed for Nate's proposal, (laughs) but not for Brandon's conversation. They said, hold on, hold on, hold on, Michelle, let's fix this real quick. (laughs) Listen, and that was the hilarious thing to me, too. Oh, also the part where she says, what am I doing? Did we see her say that on this thing? Because she says that in the promo as well. No, yeah, we didn't. We, in the promo, I do remember in the promo, she was looking like tearful on the platform. And yeah, she was like, what am I doing? But we never saw that. We never saw her looking Mm -hmm. tearful solo by herself on the platform. And I thought was coming with Nate, but. Yeah, (laughs) but. It did not. I So I guess this must have been like right after she got touched up by makeup and went back on the platform for yeah. the proposal. That's what mm-hmm. I think it probably would have fit in there. But so interesting. So many hot, quote unquote, dramatic moments we didn't fucking get to see. That we didn't anyway, see. <laughs> anyway, so Nate shows up looking fine as hell. And mm. he's, yeah, girl, I love you. And whatever. His speech, <laughs> is, his speech is a bit nicer than that. I just... Yeah. He says he wants to spend it. I, I wrote down, he says he wants to spend the rest of his life with her. And he does this whole little, little cute speech. And then Michelle says, the fear started to creep in and it really hasn't been a smooth ride. And you're like, fuck. And then she says, but. And I was like, bitch, she, you got a heart attack. All these fucking butts. And she says she doesn't want to face the fear of walking away without him and doing life with anyone besides him. And I was like, oh, yes. So, so you see that and then you're you're still not sure. Nate mm-hmm. has a ring, but you don't know if yeah. he's really going to propose or not. And then mm-hmm. my boy gets down on one knee. No preamble. Mm-hmm. Michelle, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. He said he had to say before why he got to repeat a whole different speech again. Yes. He just literally <laughs> yes. like, show. Like, you go marry me or what? And she was like, hell yeah, we'll go marry your ass. Mm-hmm. And then Nate yells, this is my fiance. <laughs> and she's like, this Listen, is my soulmate. <laughs> her soulmate, y'all. I'm like, her how, how long did she wanted to say that? <laughs> Forever. Forever. She's wanted to say the second she met this Since man. Since okay? And then a mariachi band appears appropriately. Because yes. <laughs> if it's y'all remember. It's a mariachi remember, band from the hotel. It is. Yes. One appeared after their fantasy suite. So very appropriate. <laughs> And so then the episode ends there. And it's very cute. Michelle and Nate ride off into the sunset. They're engaged. They're honestly the cutest couple from this franchise ever. I am willing to die on this hill. They are the cutest couple. The cutest couple. Okay? Okay. Yes. I love <laughs> Just it. So we're all I, in agreement. I really liked it. And it was so fabulous. Like, I just, I'm just going to be a hella honest with you. Like, this proposal was very simple and sweet in the best ways. Like yes. he didn't because mm-hmm. if he had done too much, it would have just not been him. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. was very direct, very much listen. We are aligned. 
I want mm-hmm. to marry you. I am in love with you. You were it for mm-hmm. me. And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't sure for a second. Worse because my parents don't really like you. But you know what? That dick too bomb. Then my man, like, I keep that. I can't <laughs> hey, let nobody else have that shit. Look. And I was okay, like, exactly. do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. rocked her world. Okay? <laughs> like, we can tell. We can just tell. He rocked her world. Anyway, I, I also have some notes. I don't know when he said this, but I think probably before he proposed, he was just like, he just never really wants to let go of her. And he's absolutely crazy about her, which I think is so cute. I I love when men say, I'm so crazy about you because I think it's cute. And I think it's different from saying, I love you, I love you, I love you so much. Like, you can say I love you a million times and I feel like it's like overkill sometimes. But if you say, you switch it up, say things like, I'm crazy about you. I don't want to let you go. Then it's, aww. I love this. <laughs> yes. Especially someone as fine as Nate saying they're crazy about you. Bitch, can you imagine? Like, I mean, Listen. all right, sir, let's go to the chapel. <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy about each other. And it was fabulous. I was very happy about it. I loved everything. Mm-hmm. It was just fabulous. It was great. So yes. their kiss was fabulous. We didn't really get to see the ring too closely, but it looked nice from afar. Yeah. So shout out to the In ring. Pictures, shout out to them. Yeah. In it, pictures, it, it looks, looks like great. an oval. I think it's an oval cut. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big diamond. So it, it looks like an um, oval with a, what you call it, a halo around it. That's what it looks like. Yeah, to me. yeah. Well, so he did um, good. He did good. He did real good. He did real good. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it, even though oval is not my shape. But that is the it's end of Michelle's either. journey so far. And then we cut <sighs> to after the final rose. But let me say something mm-hmm. about the during the episode live portion where they kept on showing Santa doing weird things like eating yeah, what spaghetti. Was that about? It was like references to Christmas movies, but it was like we didn't need this. You could have cut out a whole half hour to show if you cut it out. This if you cut out these live segments. There was one with like his tongue got frozen on a pole. Yeah. Oh, that's from. I know what movie that's from. I've seen that before. I think it's a Christmas story. Something like that. But listen, y'all, yeah. it was, that was too much. I didn't like any of that stuff, okay? But anyway, so we go to after the final rose. Willow Sweet and Sarah's after everything. Just want to cover everything and then do everything at the end. Okay. <laughs> so after the final rose, Caitlin is hosting solo, like we said. And mm-hmm. so the person that she brings out to talk is Brandon first. Mm-hmm. And during Brandon's meltdown on the couch, Becca and Thomas making out like directly <laughs> behind him. <laughs> And so, like on the camera, like when he's ha- when they have stills of Brandon from that moment, if you just look directly next to his head, Beck and Thomas are making out in the background. Is it Brandon or Michelle? Because then I know it says Michelle, like Becca making out in background of Michelle. No, it's Either Brandon. Way, they are it's going Brandon. down. It's Brandon for sure. The, the reason why I know that is because it's so funny. Imagine Brandon's going on and on about his situation, and yes. They're, they're making out there. I think that they brought the Michelle funniest. out during the process. Because remember, they talked to Brandon first and he's like, oh, yeah, like yeah. He's, trying to, he's trying to play cool. So I will say this. Michelle's love story was edited almost exactly the same way that Rachel Lindsay's love story was edited. Except mm-hmm. for the fact that there were there was no way to really stop Michelle's feeling from Nate from being so obvious because Michelle and Nate both wore their hearts on their sleeves compared Mm -hmm. to Rachel, who was definitely a lot more reserved in the process. So I'm going to Michelle and Nate, it was like you, they didn't, but Michelle and Nate, they didn't even have to say anything. It's just the way they looked at each other. Like you can feel. But also, I'm saying this for a reason because Mm -hmm. remember, Brian also won Rachel's first impression rose. Brian was her first kiss on night one. Mm -hmm. So there's all that stuff that was going on, but we never, ever saw how Rachel felt about Brian till the very end. 
Mm-hmm. It was edited a certain way. And Rachel is mm-hmm. also very reserved. So even like how she felt about Peter, she liked him, but mm-hmm. you could never really tell if she really mm-hmm. liked anybody because of how she mm-hmm. played her feelings close to the vest compared right. to Michelle, who you could tell she liked all these different men in different yeah. ways. Yeah. And that the men was, for the yeah. most part liked her. I was just saying it was definitely like you can tell, you can tell she liked the men, but you could tell with Nate, like the, even with the terrible editing, even if they tried to edit out every cute scene ever, you could still tell like Michelle, when Michelle and Nate look at each other, like you can tell, like, the chemistry was just off the wall. So you can tell they really tried to edit it to make Nate look like the bad guy or to make look make Nate look like the the worst choice or whatever. But you can tell. Like, they look at each other and it's like, it's a wrap. <laughs> she loves that man. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I do think Brandon was a little salty. I'm not going to lie. When Caitlin was little. talking with him. A little. When Kayla was talking with him, he said the guys helped him through it. Like he was devastated. He was devastated. He thought the world was over. I'm like, duh, because you was her number one fan and you was acting like y'all was together. <laughs> and this was a done deal, sir. But he was he he said that, like a couple of people from the show helped him out. He mentioned Will and Danielle, which I thought was cool. Slash strange. I did not know they talked like that, but okay. And Will um, <laughs> Will Will was a jacket guy. Daniel, yes, okay, yes, yes, okay. I was Daniel. I think Daniel's firefighter. Firefighter, yeah, yeah. On the toy firefighter truck. I have thoughts about that, but I'm not going to get into it. So we're we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna press on. So then they bring Michelle out, and Mm -hmm. he gets to talk to Michelle to confront these feelings, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I brought up the Rachel Lindsay parallel is because the way he was talking to Michelle is the same way that Peter was talking to Rachel. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's that that toxic, why didn't you choose me? Obviously, I yeah. was the better fit. Like, how is this yeah. person fit for you? And he made a comment yeah. about the fact that he was open the whole time and she had to force Nate to open up, so why Nate and not him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he bitch. Said- <laughs> he was like, she never had to push him like she pushed Nate. And I'm like, sir, sir calm down because you had zero boundaries that's why nate had some healthy boundaries okay you had zero and then he dropped an f-bomb he was like i do miss your parents a fucking lot <laughs> and it went out on live tv and then i have the note that can make it out in the background <laughs> yeah but it just i didn't i didn't like anything to do with him i didn't like it I didn't either. I didn't. This was not redeeming. I do feel like he was like a little maybe embarrassed, prideful, felt disrespected. So he went up there with pure ego. And it, I just, it did not make me like him anymore. If anything, it made me like him less. Um, happy for you, Brandon. Did you get what you thought you got? What you thought you wanted? I, I guess. guess. <laughs> People sure. are still very much like, Brandon, love Brandon. He be Toxicity. <laughs> so then Nate comes out and they're just really cute together. And Michelle's dress, by the way, in this after the final rose is so, oh my gosh, I love this dress. It's so good. It's like a burgundy one shoulder type of thing. Beautiful. Shoulder has been wearing. her look for a lot of this season. It, yes. Um, yeah. But the funny it's part about happening. Michelle's dress is that she and Brandon are unintentionally matching. Uh, Brandon Brandon's was also in Burgundy. the exact same color. But Nate's suit was like a darker red, like almost like a blood yeah. red. Mm-hmm. And Brandon's suit was more of the burgundy slash wine red category. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. so people are like, oh, like Nate and Michelle don't even match. I bet they're not even happy together. And I'm like, but they do match. They're complimentary. Like you guys. Know that, yes. Right? Like- Which is the best way to match. Honestly, like I've honestly feel like Nate's suit color complimented Michelle more than Brandon. Like Brandon's suit color was like, we're on the set. Like I'm a, I'm a fan. And Nate's suit color was like, I support her. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looked like to me. Yeah. But oh, um, they're yeah. blissful. They are so happy. And apparently... Nate's parents and Michelle's parents are besties. The moms get along great. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like, "Mm -hmm." I hope that Michelle's mom watching the shit back eats crow. I hope she eats the crow. (laughs) I hope that Nate's parents also eat the crow. Everybody who was a doubtful motherfucker for Nate and Michelle better be eating crow. They better be begging for sorry. There are so many people out there who are still so doubtful. I'm like, look, if their moms like can get along and love each other. And if Michelle's mom like now loves Nate, why is it your business? Like, why are you still very much, oh, Brandon, she should have chose Brandon. This is Michelle's life. And if the people in her life are like, actually, you know what? Nate's great. Leave it alone. I'm so like, I've been seeing a lot of people just like hating on Nate. And I'm like, why? What did this man do to y'all? What did this man do to y'all? This man did nothing. He just dated Michelle. Mind your business. Mind your business. Everybody out there, mind your business. I, I am hashtag team Nashelle. Okay. Don't play yes. with my don't play with my Me Nate too. and Michelle. I will fight you in the streets. And I do feel like they will probably last a long time. I feel like they both have their hearts in the right place. I feel like they both really want this to work. Even from their conversation, like they were talking about Nate made this song analogy, which I really highly related to because that's what I'm like too. But he was saying like when you listen to a song once, you're like, okay, it's good. And then you listen to it a second time and you realize you really like it. And then you listen to it the third time and you realize like you love this song. That's how it was with Michelle. Like every time he got with her, he just realized he liked her more and more. And then eventually like, he realized he loved her. And I was like, I love this analogy because that's me all the time, all the time. Yes. And you could tell Nate is just being real. He's being his little corny self. Like mm-hmm. he's just flowing with love. They're, they're loving yeah. on each other, like publicly. It was great. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then y'all, they gave Nate and Michelle a $200,000 girl payment on the house because Nate is moving to Minnesota. Yeah. And yes. they're like, he's like, oh, when? Like tomorrow? Like next week? He's like in the next couple of months. Yeah. Because that's fucking reasonable. The, the engagement had just been announced publicly. Give him mm-hmm. a couple of months. And also, who wants to move in the dead of winter? That's probably that great. <laughs> I did find it weird because Caitlin, she kept asking, so like, what's the plans? Y'all going to move into I'm like, why is this your business? And then they gave them $200,000 for a down payment. And I was like, oh, I'm signing up right now. <laughs> Immediately. Listen, y'all, I'm about to lose 50 pounds. I'm about to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be a muggle too. I'm going to look like a muggle. Just, okay. Just go get, we're going to go get tapeworms. I'm going to get a tapeworm and some other yeah. stomach infection. Anything possible. Yes. Anything possible. Yes. Cause I'm like, now that's incentive to sign up to. You want to give people incentive to sign up for the show. Tell them they're going to get a deposit for a house and just watch the signups just flow in because I, I, that, that would be such a great premise for a show. What if there's a show Whereas you just find somebody and they're like, okay, if you end up in a relationship, we will pay for a house for you. I would sign the fuck up. <laughs> like, sign me up because who cares about a ring? Give me a house. Pretty much. At yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. I'm ready for that. <laughs> so that is the end of Nate and Michelle's story on mm-hmm. TV. And then we get yes. to 
the man that nobody knows and definitely needs an introduction because Caitlin is fucking Oh, I don't even have notes for this shit. I do. (laughs) I I I gave up at that point. I have mental (laughs) No, I have mental notes, not like real notes. Ew. Like I didn't write that down. So (laughs) they bring out I completely forgot. They bring out Clayton and Caitlin is like, oh, or the man who needs some introduction because you don't know who he is. And we're just like, why are you roasting this man for his intro? So he comes out and then she's like, oh, I figure instead of like talking, we could just show you what some people are saying about you on social media. Oh my God. Because like, I know so that like you, you make fun of yourself. You have that self-deprecating humor as well. And you can see that Clayton is so uncomfortable. He is yeah, He's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so wooden. He's just, yeah, you know that about me because mm-hmm. I never show my personality ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then they show all these tweets that the producers wrote. It's like how the producers wrote those reviews for Pete's pizza place they wrote these <laughs> tweets about some of them they didn't no i actually saw these some of these tweets mm-hmm. and i was like they read that <laughs> yeah listen these tweets were horrible they were mean God. i think they were trying to drum up sympathy for clayton but yes. th- there is no sympathy it just makes abc look like an asshole like it just makes yeah them look bad. it you made abc mean? look like an asshole it made the producers look like an asshole and like for a second i even wondered i was like did they do this intentionally because they are also vehemently opposed to clayton being the bachelor i wouldn't be surprised because like i said it goes with my conspiracy theory okay remember my conspiracy theory was that rodney was supposed to be the bachelor and that they had they had come up with all of these things they came up with this whole package for rodney to be the bachelor like for dropping the bachelor promo right after he gets eliminated calling the him the underdog i feel i really feel like they were gunning for rodney and then some executive somewhere was like nah clayton and just do everything like you were doing for rodney for clayton and they were like fuck so i really feel like this was the producer's way of being like yeah fuck clayton we're gonna show how people feel about him this goes along with my conspiracy theory let me just say that it could not it could totally not be this but in my dreams this is what was going on it's horrible it's so bad like this whole segment really it was so bad stilted i hated everything about it and then they show the extended promo from clayton teasing where they pretty much show exactly everything that's gonna happen including who the final two are and yeah which was a white woman right yeah because apparently yeah. what happens is he was in love with all three of them, the final three. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, it looked like the third one had already gone home before mm. the rose ceremony. So he was just handing out two roses mm. based on what glitter. I could tell you everything about this season just based on this promo. And <laughs> I know. That, at the rose ceremony is when he tells the final two, just so you know, I was in love with that other girl too, just like I'm in love with y'all. And I was also intimate with all of you. And I'm just like, why? (laughs) Jesus, why? And then also somebody rejects the very first rose that he gave out. Yeah. So I'm like, that tells me all I need to know. I don't, I think they were trying to do this to drum up interest in The Bachelor and to get people to not boycott and want to watch. But y'all not changing my mind. I'm not watching this show. This just (laughs) made me want to boycott even more. (laughs) Yeah. Like. And you can tell, and I feel, I honestly feel sorry for Clayson because he was so uncomfortable. Like you can tell he was so uncomfortable reading those tweets because they weren't even funny. They were just straight up mean and not totally mean to him, but mean to, oh, one of them was even like, it was like commenting on, because Twitter checks them about the audience not wearing masks. So the audience took out their masks and wore them and they were like, oh, quick, everybody tell, now tell the producers we want Rodney. <laughs> like yeah we did want Rodney so what the fuck <laughs> so it was just like mean not, not necessarily mean stuff but it, it was actually it was mean stuff it was mean stuff and it was stuff to like 
show that we obviously just did not want Clayton. And for me, I'm like, okay, but what is Clayton supposed to do with this information? He didn't make the decision. Yes, he agreed to do it, but he wasn't the executive saying, I won't make me the bachelor. (laughs) He made the decision. And that's the thing. Like People keep on forgetting that, oh, they decided to make Kate the bachelor. I'm like, yeah, and she accepted. And she accepted. And she, she, so, she is the one that I was really disappointed with. It's the same with. thing. I didn't think she would accept, but she accepted. Oh, so, she's a white woman. Yeah. I expected her to accept. And he accepted. And that's yeah. the thing. He accepted on purpose. So instead of showing us clips from like behind the scenes where Clayton yeah. had a personality, because he obviously had none, they decided to be mean to him and force right. us to like him. Because if we don't like him, then we're bullies. But it's okay. I would rather be a bully. I'd rather, I'd rather be a bully Thanks. And, Thanks. and keep my mental health intact. Thank you. And I, we, I did a whole spiel on Twitter about why we're actually not watching Clayton. If you want to go look at it, go ahead and look at it. There's plenty of reasons. We've done we this multiple to. times. We're yes. not going to do it. But yeah, that's the finale. All three hours of it. And that's the show. That's, that's the show. The, show. <laughs> the week of Christmas. And then don't worry, for everybody who's watching Blatten season, you have next week as a break and then it's right back to The Bachelor. On yep. Mondays. Good luck. <laughs> Good, Good luck, luck. To y'all. Lessons to all y'all involved. Not me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Lex, <laughs> what was your sweet moment from this episode? There's so many to choose from. I know. So let's just cross <laughs> the whole thing, including after the final roast. Everything. What's I'm your gonna sweet say moment? we already know what my sweet moment is. Then I'm gonna say my sweet moment was. You know what? No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say my sweet moment was when Nate finally told Michelle he was scared, because I feel like that was a big moment for them. And that was the first time we saw Nate express anything other than confidence to her. Like the whole time he was just like, I'm really set on you. My heart's pointing to you. I really want to be with you. And this was the first time he was like, yo, I'm like really scared of breaking, like you're, you might break my heart. And I'm really scared of that. And so that was my sweet moment. It was like, yes, finally, Nate showed something other than just being very confident. Like he broke down the walls a little bit and showed like some negative emotions that he was feeling. And Michelle was like, yeah, I'm scared too, bitch. Um, so that was my sweet moment. What was your sweet moment, Jen? My sweet moment would definitely have to be Nate and Michelle at after the final rose, just like their energy, their chemistry, yeah. like how mm-hmm. the hand holding, how they were talking to the leaning into each other, the look in their eyes. It's just, I think that it was just so perfect to be able to see them be 100% in love without having mm-hmm. to hide it or have to be conscious of anyone else. Yes, Michelle could not take her eyes off of Nate. When I tell you the entire, like they couldn't take their eyes off of each other. When one, one was talking, the other was looking exactly like directly at them. When the other was talking, the other was looking like, it was just, I was like, wow, y'all really can't take your eyes off each other. <laughs> like you're Y'all, y'all like in other. love. I love it. What is, oh, let me, okay. I guess I'll go with my sour moment. So my sour moment is going to have to be Brandon on After the Final Rose. It was just like, no, sir, what are you doing? I just, mm. when he was talking to Michelle, I was just, Mm-mm, no, this is not it. And I'm sure Michelle was like, I'm so happy I didn't choose you. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. She better. Oh, Rachel said that to Peter too. She was just like, yeah, I am happy, thanks. Because he was just like, oh, well, I hope you're happy. And she was like, I am, thanks. She's doing great. <laughs> and she is. Look at yeah. years later. She still is. Still doing good. Still doing good. <laughs> Peter's still single. And so my sour moment for this would still be Brandon, but it would have to be his behavior after she broke up with him. Like that. Oh mm, yeah. That's that anger switch. That Mm -hmm. it was giving me all sorts of creepy stalker murdery vibes. I did not like it. 
Did not like it, it at all. It was. It was. It was. I'm so, I'm so happy she didn't choose him because, woo. Listen. The way he had us all fooled in the first couple of weeks. He did. He, he got us in the first half. Not going not gonna to lie. Did. He really did. He really did. But he'd be all right. He's a cute guy. He'll. I don't care if he's all right or not. Fuck him. him. <laughs> Fuck him. I don't care if he's okay or not. No. Fuck him. Right. Fuck him. And <laughs> so what is your it's sweet me moment? I got when she broke his fucking heart. When she <laughs> broke his heart. Fuck him. I'm going to say my is sweet me moment when the pit when was when they spoke to the parents and the mom was like, oh, yeah, no, I love him. And the mom's a best friend. I'm like, y'all, mostly like it's sweet me because people are like, just listen to her parents. And now the parents are like, no, wait, like we really need. <laughs> so, yes, she is listening to her parents. <laughs> Bad man can't prosper forever. OK, Bad man can't <laughs> exactly. prosper. Fuck them. Listen. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm petty. My sweet moment was when she broke his heart. Because his behavior afterwards just was just like, oh, yeah, this is justified. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Something I want to say, though, about mm-hmm. Blatten. He put mm-hmm. out a post today celebrating Brandon. Yeah. So proud of this man and blessed to have crossed paths in the wildest possible way. You're stuck with me now, my boy, for life. Excited to see what lies ahead for you. But just know I've always got your back no matter the situation. You're going to make a one woman extremely happy one day. Just make sure you can give me a front row seat to watch it unfold so I can critique you all the way along or all along the way. Sorry. What? What a a journey it has been thus far. There's more, bitch. Every day brings new opportunities and experiences and I'm so thankful to have been blessed with the life that I have. From the people I've met to the places I've been and to all the first times, I can't wait to see what is around the next corner and where my life will take me. And although there's been plenty of craziness already, (laughs) I'm happy it's all I can ask for at the end of the day. Hope everyone has a happy holidays. And I'm like, so what brand did I have to do with the second part? First of all. And then the first part, why are you celebrating Brandon and not Michelle, who right. was the bachelorette, who got an we engagement? There is like, no congratulations for Michelle anywhere on his page. Nothing. And he was it's, also in the house with Nate. So no congratulations for Nate. Nothing. No con- no congratulations for wow. Nate or Michelle. Like the clip. Like he is just shared like posts and stories of just like himself or him with producers or like him with guys in the house. Honestly, this man does not give two shits about Michelle, which we already knew anyway. But the fact that he made this post, especially bigging up Brandon in the first half anyway, with photos of him and Brandon. Yeah, that Mm. was really weird. That honestly, that is really, why would Mm. you big up Brandon? It's that so fucking so weird. weird. So Especially fucking after weird. what he said on After the Final Rose. Why would you big him up? That is so weird. And that's and I was talking to someone in the DMs about this. And because she's the one that pointed out to me, she was like, weird flex. No congrats for Michelle as the new lead. Really seems as if these dudes hated right. Nate. And I said, these dudes hate Nate the same way they hated Dale. It's that's the same true. shit. Because they knew that Michelle was into him. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that has that has to be it, and it's I don't know that is, and then he like talked about himself. Or what is this post? Why are you congratulating Brandon and talking about like you looking forward to your life in the same <laughs> off of nothing, off of vibes? That's the thing. That's what pisses me off. The only reason he's looking forward to the next moment is is because he got an opportunity based on nothing, based on privilege. That's really it. That's what really pisses me Listen. off, sir. Listen, it's this whole thing. The only reason I brought it up was because I was like, oh no, yeah 
Well, you have to see this. If I had to see it, then you have to see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, not- I, I was about to say, I'm like, how did mm. you even see that? Because we don't even follow him. No, someone sent it to me. Girl, I would never have looked for that. <laughs> not ever. But I. But Michelle and Nate are getting congratulations left, right, and center. They were on Good Morning America this morning. Mm-hmm. So we're recording this on Wednesday, by the way, of the day after the ser- the show. Mm-hmm. They were also had like thing in People Magazine. They have a oh my god, it was so was cute. Oh, listen. People Magazine video. It was so I, cute. If you except it. for the part where they admit to using <laughs> where she used his toothbrush. This that kind of took me out of the romance for a moment. It's cute if you don't think about the fact that it's his mouth. But like yeah. <laughs> all up in each other's mouth anyways. So Not I thought same. it was cute because because he because that was the moment where he was like, Yeah, this is my wife. She better be. She's using a goddamn toothbrush. <laughs> exactly. That's why I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute that he wasn't like, ew, gross, what are you doing? Like his first thought was like, Yeah, I'm marrying her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, Yeah, she's the one. And they look so good together, y'all. They look so I cannot get enough of this couple. Like every picture I see, I'm like, damn, they look good. Damn, they look good. The video, they're so cute. They're just all on each other. They're like kissing each other, smiling at each other. Like they're so cute. They're the cutest couple ever. I swear to God. I swear. They're also so, on Bachelor Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. That drops mm-hmm. too. So y'all, Michelle and Nate are happy and in love and blissed out and they are everywhere. And I am happy. I am so happy for them. I cannot wait to see Girl. what the future holds for them and Me their too. journey going forward. I have one thing I want to talk about that I thought was really funny. I don't know. You saw it today. I didn't send it to you. But somebody was comparing, doing the same thing that you were doing, which was comparing Rachel Lindsay's edit to Michelle's edit. And they tagged Rachel Lindsay and they were like, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And she actually replied. And she said, at the very least, she got reparations. Facts, though. <laughs> she did get those reparations. Yeah, that check went to the, the check cleared. Okay. <laughs> So I'm happy that Rachel's happy for her because she got some out of it besides oh, yeah. that edit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rachel really, Rachel took to her stories about like, so many people were congratulating Michelle and Nate in the stories. Thomas and mm-hmm. Thomas did it. Kristen, <laughs> Chelsea, like so many women, mm-hmm. so many people yes. in Bachelor Nation were congratulating Michelle because this journey really is legendary. It really is the first, literally the first lead black woman to be engaged to a black man right like, this it's is the not first even... lead to choose a black person period like what <laughs> period yeah isn't that crazy 25 years it's the first lead to choose a black person and we didn't even have our hopes up with matt like their opportunity no. <laughs> was there but we did not have our hopes up but this season we really did have our hopes up and she did not disappoint like the she lead finally chose a person of color so Love that for us. <laughs> Love that for us. So that is the basics of what's happening. Oh, and quick Batch Nation news before we get to the emails from this week. Kevin went from Bachelorette Canada, was also on Bachelor in Paradise USA, where he met Astrid. They now live in Canada. They just had a baby recently. Baby has COVID. Aww. Oh, at the hospital it was taking mm-hmm. care of him i think astrid had it but just thought it was like a flu or something and of course because mm-hmm. she's breastfeeding all these things and that baby has it it's a whole thing so kevin yeah. is at home taking care of the pups astrid and baby went are in the hospital oh. wishing them of course they, they just had the baby too yep baby's super wow. young so wishing them baby, a great fresh speedy recovery because mm-hmm. this covid shit is no fucking joke 
It is not. I'm seeing so many people coming out and saying they have COVID and I'm like, fuck, I'm out here traveling and shit. But you know what? I've been safe this whole time. I'm going to keep being safe. <laughs> Just keep your ass inside the house. That's it. That's all yes, I do. Yes. That's like all today, I do. That's I had all to go I to do. the post office today. I could have taken the bus, but I decided to Uber because it was like less exposure. <laughs> so yeah. no, Jen, say what you really said. You said because of Omarosa. <laughs> okay. Fine. And I was happy. Because of the Omarosa variant. And I wanted to protect myself. I double masked and took an Uber to the post office. There were only two people in there. And so it was a very, fairly quick transaction. I went to get food because I hadn't eaten all damn day. And I sat outside. There were only two other people outside and they were not close to me. And it was a massive, there's no tent, no nothing. It's a massive like open air outside space. So, and and then double mask again, of course, into Mm -hmm. my Uber to my house i got to be yeah that's it that's it i don't i'm got, not trying to got, be out there getting covid that's not got to I be careful of that omarosa variant omarion didn't do nothing to nobody omarosa <laughs> yes. bitch, can't trust her. Um, definitely definitely can't um any yeah. other bachelor nation news nothing that i care about to be honest yeah. and marissa and riley are still doing great since we asked where they yes. were they were they were in new york skating and having a great time they were doing good love them love them so I have a little tea, but I'm gonna tell you that after. <laughs> but Ooh. love that. Ooh, okay. Um, she, oh, oh no, it's not Bash Nation news, but it's our polls from during the week. Yes. I gotta talk about those things. Okay. So I know I said we do emails, but do you want to do emails first or do you want to do this first? Emails, yeah, right? Yeah, let's do emails first. Yeah, let's do emails okay. first. All right. So I'm going to get to the ones in the DMs first because there's been some great conversations happening in the DMs on Instagram, as always. So funny. This person says, Michelle and Nate got the Rachel and Brian treatment and it was so obvious. I don't understand how folks don't see it. And mm-hmm. of course, the person wants to talk about Rodney's IG stories and the diversity of the producers. Yes, this season, there were a lot of black producers on the show handling the guys. And the producers did like a photo dump yesterday during the day. So they were showing like videos and pictures and clips and stuff from filming throughout this entire season. Very mm-hmm. fun, great stuff. We shared one on our stories of Hot Rod, how I feel about my man Rodney. And he <laughs> shared it on his stories as well, thanking us for the love. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh my God, Rodney shared your post on the stories. And I'm like, yeah, we're cool. I'm kidding. I, I was like, respond. this is not the first time though. Like he's not. been sharing our posts. Yeah. But yeah. somebody's even tagged us on Twitter. Oh my gosh, Rodney. But I'm like, he's been doing this. Like yeah, Rodney's this, cool as fuck. Rodney's cool. This is not a secret. Like, and Rodney <laughs> has listened to our podcast and does not hate yeah. us as far as we know. So it's all yeah. <laughs> it's all love over here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this person also said, I'm so glad y'all don't rag on Nate. I'm had to stop listening to several podcasts this season because they were so unfairly mean to Michelle and her decision-making skills. Oh, no. How oh, do people forget no. that this is a TV show that is edited for a storyline and suspense? It was right. obvious that they were into each other and they literally vibrated each time they got in each other's vicinity. And the mm-hmm. fact that so many people put their own traumas on Nate was really frustrating to witness and it was gross. Yes, because yes, that's really what was happening. That's really what it is. In the end, in eight crazy weeks, two people fell in love who also happened to be black and it should be celebrated. They're looking, yes. they're so good looking, my eyes hurt. Yes. yes all of that. Yeah, I love that. Yes, all of that. There are two people who fell in love who happened to be black and not it wasn't forced or anything, which is what we love to see. Love yes. to see it. 
the, the black love stories flourish. They flourish. So this yes, next one yes. is from Kay. Her thoughts about the finale. First off, I'm about to fucking cry. Michelle's mom just said they'd love Nate. As much as I know Michelle would have been cared for with Brandon, I really didn't want her. I really did want her to choose Nate. And I'm so happy that she did. I really do think that what we saw was this edit of emotional instability on Nate's part. And I don't think that's true at all. I think that he did mm-hmm. grow up harboring his emotional trauma from there not being emotion communicated within his family. And something mm-hmm. that we have seen from him this season is him trying to put forth the effort to express himself and how he mm-hmm. feels for Michelle, even though that was something that was completely new to him. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw too. I saw somebody who's not used to expressing themselves really try. And other people saw, he's not expressing himself. He doesn't love it. He does a lover. And it's, people are more complex than that, okay? Calm yeah, down. facts. They said, I think that there does need to be more conversation about how people who have experienced some type of trauma, whether that be emotional, physical, mental, etc., are just as deserving of love as people who have not experienced trauma. I think that Michelle True. is very patient with Nate. And what we saw was their relationship working against the Bachelorette clock slash timeline. I really do think that they're going to be just fine. Side note, everyone says their outfits don't match. And I'd just like to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with coordinating. We said what we said. Exactly what we said. I think they look great together. Exactly. They look, they look fabulous. I am... But also, like, they make a great point. People who have experienced trauma, who are willing to work on themselves and work on it, definitely deserve love. Like, they have to want to work on it, but... Nate obviously wanted to work on it. So that's why I that's why I was still like Nate Hive because he was trying. It's not like he wasn't trying at all. He was actually trying. So it's a great point. Yes, yes, yes. So now we get to the emails portion. Of course, shout out to Tay, as usual, holding it down in the emails. And of course, as usual, we want to start off by saying that we are amazing. Just like always. <laughs> and <Tay laughs> says, I just think it needs to be said in every email I'm right. I write. And I was like, of course it does. Gas us up. We love that shit. Gas us up. <laughs> yes, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really heartbroken for Brandon. I'm glad the waves drowned out the sound of Brandon's heartbreaking. I would have picked them both, but I support Michelle's choice. Fair. We did want Michelle to have a harem of men. We did want that. We did. Her, no. But Nate if, alone if she is kept fine. Nate, Joe and Brandon and Rodney, I would, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have been good, but I guess just Nate is fine. Nate is fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I also love how much the producers love Michelle. I know that down payment was a lot of money just by her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. I know that they made Nate look like he wasn't as into her though. Let them be in love. Mm-hmm. Let them mm-hmm. be in love. Yes. Yeah. I Somebody said they took all of Katie's promo budget and gave it to Michelle. <laughs> I saw that and I screamed. Hilarious. Hilarious. Y'all, y'all are nasty. Because it's, I'm sure Katie's jaw dropped. Anyway, oh, enough about her. I'm sorry. Did you see her? No. no. I'm going to mention her after I finish reading this. Let me tell you why. The whole giving Clayton a chance thing was annoying. We already know who the final three are and that he sleeps with all three. What's the point of watching <laughs> if you're going to choose another basic bachelor and spoil it? The best part was when Clayton said the horse got more screen time than he did. I was dying laughing. <laughs> For those of you who didn't watch, there is like a thing where someone posted a tweet where it was, I care more about Pinini the horse than I do about Clayton being the bachelor. Yeah. And, and that Clayton, was a real tweet because I saw it on the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great tweet. And then Clayton was just like, yeah, the horse got more screen time than I did, which is also not a lie. <laughs> Panini was not the horse lie. on Brandon and Michelle's fantasy suite date, by the way. And the oh. horse had more per- personality than he did, not to be yes, honest. <laughs> that was a horse that was just like scampering off. Anyway, this season is underrated and I enjoyed it. I hope we get a good Bachelor pick eventually so I can listen to your podcast episodes. 
You guys make great content and good content with a good pick is the best combo. Have an amazing holiday. Hey. I look forward to listening to more episodes and tweeting with you guys. In the- Obviously not on Clayton season, because it's a no for me, but hopefully a better one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely will. And we'll be watching Love is Blind too. So it's not like we're leaving you dead in the water, you know? We'll, we'll, have, yes. some, we'll have some episodes. We'll be watching <laughs> Love is Blind and we'll be doing a lot of short form content in an in-between period. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. This one is from Michaela. Hi, Michaela. She says, hi, Alex and Jen. Hi, Michaela. Love the pod and have been listening consistently since the summer. My thoughts on after the final rose. Brandon seemed very salty, but who wouldn't be after being dumped on national TV? (laughs) It's true. This is very true. (laughs) I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but also, yes. Why the heck didn't we hear from Joe? So disappointing. I want closure on that. Mm -hmm. I do too. That was going to be my question. If all Joe should have been there. Joe yeah, have been there. I feel like Joe. Uh, yeah, I feel like we needed to hear from Joe. But I also feel like Joe has separated himself now from the franchise. Nah, leave me alone right now. Like I need to heal. No, so that's what yeah. I feel like. I could be wrong, but that's Aww. what I feel like should be happening. Mean tweets with Blackhead didn't hit how the producer thought it would. They were trying no, to show his personality, not. and yeah, he had not. not. He had not. No. He made a joke about Panini. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, that I'll was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why were Becca and Thomas laughing and making out in the background of Brandon talking about his heartbreak? I was hollering. <laughs> they had no cooth, but I love it. <laughs> so was I. Why didn't Caitlin ask about the engagement ring Brandon threw? How did they find it? Does he have oh to pay God. them back if they didn't? <laughs> Listen, inquiring minds so want to know. So many questions about the ring. If we go on the beach now, can we find a free ring? That is the question we need to know. <laughs> I gotta know. Can I gotta know. <laughs> I also said, I'm happy Michelle went with her heart and chose Nate. I'm sad he's off these streets now, though. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Choosing yeah. Brandon yeah, would have been too easy. And I agree. It would have been easy and also hard in a different way. So I thank you for your email, Michaela. We appreciate it. Yes. Shout out to Thanks, you. Michaela. What happened with our poll questions from last week, Lex? Tell, tell yes, people. let us review the poll. So last week we asked the poll. Our poll was, are you ready for the holidays? Because this is our finale episode, but it's also our holiday episode. 15% of y'all said you bought presents and everything, so y'all are good. 62% said not at all, girl. And 23% said holiday holiday feel you feel you it honestly i saw it sweet i was like december is not decembering like it used to december and it's true it just does not feel as holiday-ish as it used to maybe because i overdosed on christmas movies in november i don't know it could be that or covid or Or covid COVID. (laughs) it could be covid and then we asked y'all do you think taisha was treated like a host or a contestant on the mta and we got a couple of answers sylvia said a contestant i think they could have waited at the end of the show to talk about it with her or film something prior to the mta and played it during the show i felt for her in that moment true very good point they could have presented it a lot better junkie brown butt says based on what we saw contestant she seemed blindsided by the question and needing to address it plus to have taisha talk about it then bring Rodney up shows it was an impromptu thing. It was very distasteful. I'm not gonna lie. It was very like heartbreak, more heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chicky Baby 098 says definitely exploited her like she was a contestant. Absinge says she was treated like a puppet. She was for content. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And MJ says, I think that if she were to bring it up herself or made it apparent that this was something she wanted to address, then yeah, I would have been fine with it. Didn't feel like she needed to get ahead of it. Yeah. And that is the question. The question is ultimately, did she say, hey, I want to talk about this or did they make her talk about it? I don't know. I think they mm -hmm. made her, but she had to have agreed because yeah, she agreed. But I think that Mm -hmm. the timing of it was very off. The timing was off. It was. It definitely could have been done better. I totally agree with a lot of these answers especially Sylvia like they could have filmed it prior they could have did it after they could have did it before they could have did it I think the timing was very off so thank you guys for your responses yes I love hearing what y'all think it's great I don't know what we're gonna ask this week but whatever it is go ahead and answer it oh also <laughs> just, gonna, just gonna plug us real quick you can now rate podcasts on Spotify so if you listen to us on Spotify go ahead give us five stars don't even worry with the other stars just go ahead give us five because you want to give us five so go ahead do that. yeah five five is the number five is the correct number yes. I appreciate five that. Is, the, is the right answer <laughs> yes thank you thank you Lex thank you for letting them know like it's like a math mm-hmm. quiz, only there's only one answer. And it's there's five. only one answer. We're giving you the cheat codes. So right. listen to us. I'm sick of us. I can't stand us. <laughs> okay. Because this is our holiday episode, I asked a question about who's your favorite person in Bachelor Nation that you would like to be gift wrapped for you under the tree this Christmas or whatever non-denominational holiday you celebrate. Or which person would you like to be in your stocking? Now this question can be not dirty, but I also said, feel free to make it dirty. If that's what you want to do, do your thing. I'm not going to stop y'all. I'm not going to stop right. you. Make it dirty. That That's fine by me. So the answers to these questions were pretty fun. I got some uh, great responses from people. Who would you want to be in your stocking Christmas morning? So one person said, Olu, but not in my stocking, just him wearing nothing but a stocking. And I got to say, I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Of course, I would like to see it. it. That's not the only person to say Olu, but that Olu response was really the one for me. Mm -hmm. Someone said Joe and Joe again with Mm -hmm. the the sweating emoji. That fantasy suite was the icing on the cake for me. So Mm -hmm. Minnesota Joe, you're getting some likes out here. You and Olu are, are going up there. People mm-hmm. say Tyler C, and I'm going to pretend like those messages don't exist. That's fine. <laughs> Tyler C is done with this franchise, y'all. Tyler C said, I'm out. I'm an influencer now. <laughs> He's making don't different money. Me. He's okay. Someone said Romeo, and I might have to fight you. Oh, yes. That's fine. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Someone said Nate, and that means Michelle is going to have to fight <laughs> Michelle you. will have to fight you, and Michelle can fight, so. <laughs> she can what fight. You going to- I'm not going to defend you either. That, that's no. your thing. That's your I'll thing. i watch Michelle beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the only answer Rodney? Definitely Rodney. True. Again, True. also, mm-hmm. I may have to do a little, I might have to tussle a little bit with you. You know what? That's fine. A lot of answers for Rodney. Like, a lot of answers for mm-hmm. Rodney. Y'all love Rodney. Mm-hmm. Michael A. gets a couple of answers. Didn't see that yeah. coming. I mean, he's yeah. cute, but I didn't think that people I thought, want him. I honestly thought people forgot about him. He's still there. He's still there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite responses. I'd still let Eric Bigger leave his stocking asterisk. <laughs> so Eric Bigger, if you ever listen to this podcast, you have a fan. One single fan. I'm going to share that with you. Pardeep. Pardeep got an answer here. Oh, Shout Pardeep. out to Pardeep. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson's got a couple mm-hmm. responses. Wow, Tasha. Wow, people still. Oh, oh Tasha. Yeah. Okay. Michelle got a response mm-hmm. on here too. Again, Nate will fight mm-hmm. you for Michelle. Yes. Not, not me. Fight. I'm good. And he. I don't know if he could really fight though. Can Nate fight? Actually, that's a good question. Can Nate fight? <laughs> he probably. He's. He probably. He. You know what? Never mind. I'm. I'm gonna shut up because I was like. Because I was like, oh yeah, he's six eight. He could play basketball, and I was severely wrong. So you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Never mind. You and Nate can figure that out for yourselves. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you and they can figure that out. Yes. And then this last one really was cheeky because this is somebody who was in the Bachelor verse, who was on a Bachelor show, who said this response. And I was like, you naughty girl. Oh. J- Justin Glaze from Katie oh. season. And I was oh. like, oh my God, is there going to be a love connection happening here? Should I do, all, do you want us to that? set it? Exactly. Should we set it all up? Like, should we make the introduction? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Good answer too. <laughs> Justin is a great answer. So you guys definitely mm-hmm. have your picks for stalking people. I am interested in some of them as well. Like I said, who if I did, who would your pick be? My pick for stocking person would definitely have to be this year. Because for the Christmas tree at my house, I think I want <laughs> Romeo. And specifically Ooh. Romeo with the blonde hair, with the frosted tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he did look good. He, did he look looked good. real good with that. He and I told him that too. I'm going to say, I was going to say someone who I've been gunning for this whole time, but I'm going to actually change my answer this time because after Michelle spent the night with this person, she was like, my whole perspective changed. And I was like, I got to see what that's about. So I'm going to say Joe. <laughs> Listen, you got to see what it's about. You're like, you got to see what that thing be saying. <laughs> I have to see what Michelle was talking about. That, if I could choose, that's who I would put my sock in just to see what that thing doing. To be honest, though, like, for real, if it was, like, a not single person, I'd be choosing Thomas. Because, like, oh, yeah, he's just Thomas the right amount of corny. Answer. He's, like, mm-hmm. just the right amount of corny and attractive. And I feel yes. like he could make you laugh on Christmas morning, have fun, making a little breakfast or something. I keep forgetting about him because he's so taken. But, yes, that man is fine as fuck. Isn't um, that crazy? Like, it I is just, crazy. I blanked him in my mind because he and Becca look so good together. Yes. And it's in my mind, it's, like, untouchable. Like, nah. But... And it completely covers up the fact that he was fine as well. He's really... And I was thinking, I was like, there was someone on Katie's season that I was lusting over, but I completely blanked over him. And it was Thomas. It was Thomas. So, yeah, it was Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great answer. Great answer. I don't know. If, if, if it, for me, if it could be taken or a single, I would low-key say, also say Riley. <laughs> like, yeah, him in Paradise, I was like, he's Ooh. very attractive. <laughs> That body, yaddy, yaddy. He been working on mm-hmm. it. The body, got the airing. It was like, ooh, okay. But I fight, and I'm pretty sure Marissa can fight, so. Oh, she look a little man. scrappy. She look <laughs> yes. a little scrappy. That's your man, sis. I'm staying over here in my box. I am staying in my yeah. lane. Don't worry about me, girl. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm not doing exactly. nothing. Exactly. Enjoy. I love y'all. For real, though. Oh, this, this season has been so good. Like, it's been so good. It was. This was such a good season. There was the right amount of drama romance suspense everything like this season had everything there wasn't too much of one thing versus the uh, the other couple of seasons they they tend to lean drama heavy and then they try to get you back in the romance spirit at the end and then t- but towards the end you're like yeah, yeah whatever 
I just want to see who they choose. But this season, it was the it was like the perfect amount. Like you were still invested in a romance and a drama, whatever drama there was. <laughs> and it was really great. Like you saw an emotionally mature lead making emotionally mature decisions, just choosing to send people home immediately without participating in whatever drama or whatever mind games they were playing. And except for Martin. And I love that. We don't know what happened mm-hmm. with Martin. No <laughs> just, he just slipped through the cracks. <laughs> No one cares about that man. I don't. Right. Go away. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot but, the other yeah. Batch Nation news. I forgot it. I forgot it. We talked about this the other day. So this is white people news because <laughs> this is also so white people shit. <laughs> I forgot to say this. I'm so sorry, but I have to say it now before I forget. So y'all remember Hannah Brown, who was a bachelorette, and she chose Jed, and then she found out that Jed had a girlfriend when he came on the show, and then right. Jed and his girlfriend broke up. Hannah and Jed mm-hmm. are obviously broken up. And then mm-hmm. Jed's girlfriends are dating Hannah Brown's brother. It's so weird. And now <laughs> Hannah Brown's brother and Jed's ex-girlfriend are engaged. <laughs> so weird. Like, what? So, so literally, Hannah Brown is potentially going to have to be, like, in the bridal party. Yes. <laughs> for her ex's ex. Like, for the dude. For somebody who also fucked her fiance. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh my god! I just but, I had to say it. That is so weird. That is so weird. so weird. That, I wonder how they even met. That that is so crazy. How do they even meet? I'm sure I know the answer to this, and by no, I'm sure I read an article about it when this start just started happening, and then I was like, nah, it's some mm-hmm. white people shit. I don't want to do this no more. It is some it is some white people shit. <laughs> because what? <laughs> they must they must elope or something. I don't know. But good luck to you, Hannah. I know you don't listen to us, but good luck to you. Oh, we did not. Do we want to talk about what Katie said about following us? Oh, yeah. There's another thing that Katie did as well. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to go all in on Katie right now. So you do the Katie, what what Katie said about following us first. But the context of that really is Katie asked for other Twitter accounts to follow because she wants to spend more time on Twitter. So that's the original context of the conversation. So Katie originally asked her followers, like, what are more people that she can, who are more people that she can follow on Twitter? She's trying to diversify, like, her Twitter, the people she follows. And one of y'all lovely people suggested us. And honestly, we wasn't going to throw our hat in the ring because we know Katie is not our, Katie is not our target audience. Like, it's not, she's not our target demo at all. But I was like, I, so I saw that and I was like, I'm not even liking this tweet. I'm pretty sure Katie's not even going to see it, whatever. But Katie then responds, Katie responds and she was like, great pick. I'm just staying away from Bash Donation content right now. And I was like, Bitch. I was not expecting you to follow us at all like at all but your entire brand is bachelor nation content girl what are you doing and i'm really i would be really curious to know if she follows any diverse bachelor nation content creators at all that's a really good question i want to see if if any of y'all out there who are diverse bachelor nation content creators let us know if katie follows you because that would be very interesting for her to say i'm not gonna follow any and any right now and then for her to be following all these white people she doesn't she doesn't she don't don't follow nobody (laughs) So we had a little cute key about that. We thought it was really funny. <laughs> it was hilarious to us. That was it. It was hilarious to us. And then something that happened last night. So during this whole finale thing, like on TV Guide, I guess, the photo they're still using to promote The Bachelorette is Katie's photo, like one of her promo what? photos. <laughs> yeah. On the TV Guide for whatever a channel it was. 
And Ew. then, so it was a screenshot of her like sending a text to someone like, oh, am I on this episode? Ha ha ha. This is so awkward and funny. And I'm like, or you could have just been talking about how happy you are to see Michelle yeah. choose someone to love. She's a, she's a fucking narcissist. <laughs> that part. That's really what it is. Like she's only interested in herself and people talking about her. And that's it. And that's, and I honestly feel like that's why she doesn't want to follow us. Cause we do nothing but rag on her. Like if we mention her at all. And yeah. we don't mention her at all on Twitter. Like, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then also the part about she went live with John this week. It's like when this time period between our episodes, she went live with him mm-hmm. on Instagram to talk about some stuff. And she was like, oh, mm-hmm. if I had, if I could do it over, I probably wouldn't have done the 12 days of messy. I'm learning and I'm changing and I'm growing and I would have handled things differently because I'm a different person now. And as the 12 days progressed, like John's role became bigger and bigger. Initially, it was just going to be like this one single post and then it turned into this whole thing. And I was like, this is still proving that you cheated on your ex. This is still just proving that you cheated on your ex. This is still Wait, but how did John's proving. role become bigger? Because 12 days of messy means 12 days. Like how No, it was initially just supposed to be a photo of him at the end instead of like the whole video oh, that she did. It was right, like right, a photo right, right. or something. Oh, okay, got gotcha, you. Gotcha, and I gotcha. was just like, but this is still proving that you cheated on your ex. But this is still proving that you cheated on your ex and that you're not <laughs> really taking accountability for any of the harm that you caused. But she claims that she talked to Thomas and Becca and she got some understanding about stuff and i was just like oh so they checked her yeah, <laughs> basically basically yes okay gotta love them because that because i would have checked i would have checked her too but didn't she say something like she talks about their first kiss and their first case kiss was basically john smushing his face into hers yeah and it was just a very weird conversation but again this is really just proof and of course john is the one who sent her the flowers like the breakup flowers that she was posting about like right after the breakup. Oh. John had sent her those flowers and she said once they had their first kiss, he was like, oh, we're in trouble. And I was like, and you think that doesn't sound like you cheated? Like you think that doesn't exactly. sound like cheating? It definitely <laughs> sounds like they cheated. Especially if you're, if he's like her friend. I feel like if you're actually somebody's friend and you have feelings for them, like you would wait for them to want to kiss you. But nope. He just went for it. And I'm like, yeah, y'all was dating. Like, y'all was flirting and dating. There was no friendship. I don't, I I do not think there was no mm -mm. friendship. Like I tell people, this is just, I will still potentially give John the follow on Instagram, but I will mute him because I don't actually want to see anything that he ever posts because he's linked to her. It's just, it's not worth it because it just proves that you are a crappy person as well because this is the love of your life. Yeah. And she's crappy, so... Birds of a feather and all that shit. (laughs) Exactly. But anyway, here's hoping we get a better lead next year. I don't know what their plans are. I don't know if they're planning to do another Bachelorette in the spring and then Bachelor in Paradise and then another show in the fall. I don't know. But we'll be back for whatever is after Clayton season. (laughs) Yes. I I think they're doing the original schedule. So I think they're going back to the Bachelorette right after the Bachelor and then into Bachelor in Paradise. Right. And then so, Bachelor in Paradise, and then maybe a break, hopefully. Yeah, because usually we don't have anything in the fall. We either don't have anything or we have, like, winter games or something, like, random like that. It's, like, super minor. Yeah. Because of the, mm-hmm. the scheduling and everything, because Mondays are dancing with the stars, so usually there's no reason to put anything on in the fall. Right. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Keep, I'm good with not having anything in the fall. I'm good with just keeping Me it too. what it is. Me too. Fall is crazy. There's just so much going on. 
between Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in the fall. We don't need extra shit in the fall. <laughs> and then people are teachers and they, they have to go back to school. It's a lot. Let's just keep it to early in the year, <laughs> people. Okay. Thank you, producers. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your feedback. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. So, guys. I think this is it. This is it. Oh. Do we have anything else to say? This is our season five finale as well. This is a lot. There's a lot of endings today. Oh, I'm sad. I just want to say thank you all for rocking with us for five seasons now. We grew so much this year. I was just looking at Twitter. I remember when we had 100 followers, and now we have almost 2,100. We get 2,000 followers in the year, and we're still climbing. And y'all keep finding us. And it's great. We are I love how we are low-key putting together, what you call it, not a culture, uh, a group of people or um, a, a, a place. Community? A, community. a community, yes. I'm like, why couldn't I think of the word? I know, I know it's a C word. The community of Black people who watch this show and people of color who watch this show. Because there's a lot of us out there. We're just so segmented. And I love when we come together and just support each other and just have a cute key about the show. Because... We say things that need to be said at the end of the day that other people don't hear. And I know we have a lot of white listeners too, but our community is so it's is really dedicated to the unheard people out there who are black, who are people of color, who watch the show and don't see their faces reflected and don't see their voices reflected. So this is really for you. But thank you for following us and interacting with us and supporting us and everything and complimenting us. Love the compliments and rating us five stars. We see you. <laughs> we see you. We support you. God, pretty yes. much reiterating what Lex said. Thank you so much, guys. We could not have done this kind of growth without you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we were doing what we were doing we were quite content with was like five listeners <laughs> over 50 yes. but we, we were good we were like <laughs> we're making this regardless but then you guys started mm-hmm. like following us and finding us and we ended up like in an article and then like on yeah. tv and oh, yeah we did a lot <laughs> we, we did, did a lot, we, we, did did a lot. lot. we did a lot we're also trying to get like a guest to come on so much happened this fall we were just like you know what next season for that next season we will have guests so don't worry about it we will have guests i know we haven't had a guest so far but next season we will and it'll be awesome okay <laughs> yes okay. it will be great because of course also some contracts are up next spring so it'll mm-hmm. give us tons of time to prepare and be able to solicit mm-hmm. the guests that we want to have on and they can have mm-hmm. a lot of conversations with us they wouldn't be able to have under their contracts. Mm-hmm. And get all so, the realty. Mm-hmm. Get all the realty. So stay tuned. <laughs> Don't forget about us. <laughs> yes, yes. And also just fun fact for some people who may be wondering about Clacia's season, their contracts are over now as well. Like their mm-hmm. contracts end mm-hmm. now. If they didn't go on Paradise, their contracts are over now. So mm-hmm. if there are any of the men that you want us to talk to from that season who didn't continue on to another franchise show, let us know. And yeah, if we want to talk to them, then we will. But if we don't, we won't. Have an idea. Tell us who we should talk to. Tell us and who we should have on the show. I do I not want to talk to Ben Smith. Do not even bring it up. The answer is no. Oh don't God. do that. We're not bringing no crackers <laughs> no, on the podcast. Ben. No white people on the podcast. Let, 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 yeah, like black people only, please. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Latinx. But yeah. mostly black. We want to stick to the black people. Yeah. Because we're, we're the not <laughs> that we're the bachelorettes. That's what it is. But yes, like I was saying, thanks so much, guys. Season five has been so fun. Lex and I have both moved while filming this yes. po- <laughs> recording this podcast. Yes. 
we've moved, we've changed jobs, we've changed jobs, we've been doing a lot of things and you guys have been so patient with our recording coming out like at midnight or not at midnight or whatever the hell, it just happens sometime throughout the day (laughs) with interacting with our posts when we post them with, we've gotten such an influx of like actual followers today on Instagram, which is wild. Please be sure to follow us on the social media, Twitter and Instagram are at Blatchelorettes. And TikTok mm-hmm. is at the Blatchelorettes because mm-hmm. we want to keep it close to our email. You know how it is. So yes. reach out to us, follow us on all the platforms, rate us the five stars where possible, leave reviews if you want to tell people why you love us. Because this, and also like, you don't have to leave a review like directly like on an Apple podcast site or whatever. You can just tell your friends how much you love us also. Yes. We love that. Yeah, tell Anyone your friends in- who also watch The Bachelor that right. we are the best Bachelor recap podcast. We are. Someone told us that. So. Yeah. And I've heard that multiple times and it wasn't just my mom. Mm. Other people said it too. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't just my friends. It was strangers. <laughs> it was strangers, damn it. It wasn't just our But yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Lex, is there any last bits you want to add? Happy holidays to those celebrating. If you're not, I hope you have a great winter break and yeah enjoy the time off rest recharge stay home wear a mask don't bother fooling around with people who are out there fooling around with people and be safe y'all wishing you the very best break yes pretty much all of that happy new year when it comes i'm jen she's lex and we are the blatchelorettes catch you for season six coming 2022 bye guys (laughs) 